0: Fanfara at Manifesta Collateral Events On the second day of Fanfara's Manifesta communal breakfast conversations, we talked to initiator, curator, and writer Reike Jorgensen. With an overall focus on the conditions of creative labour, this talk concerned the use of networks as a creative method. For Manifesto's collateral events, Reike, together with her Italian colleague Valentina Gioia-Levi, is putting together the public programme Art and Connectography, Remapping the Global World Through Art, which, through an interdisciplinary selection of installations, lectures and collaborations, directs focus to mobility, migration, political geography and global culture in a local context. Before turning our mics on, we already shared a coffee with Leike, during which the conversation naturally led to her first edition of Arts Globalisation held in Copenhagen, and prior to this, the initiative Norebro Art Salon, a place for cultural conversations, both of which you can find more information about on the links provided on the show notes. As we proceeded, the conversation moved on to talking about the financial conditions for cultural platforms, the struggle to maintain independence, and the possibility of cross-disciplinary dialogue through arts and cultural networks.
1: My name is Rege Jørgensen and I'm a Danish curator, independent curator. I uh, created an arts uh, platform that is called Arts and Globalization uh, Platform. And it started because we um, we did a conference in Copenhagen in two thousand and fifteen, um, where we talked about um, intercultural dialogue uh, in the context of uh, yeah of the Danish art scene, and also um, in order to invite uh, interesting curators from from everywhere uh, to Copenhagen uh, in order to inspire the Danish art scene. Uh, in yeah, to to to, ha- to have a greater international network, and um, personally, I lived in in Paris, Barcelona, and uh, then I I came back to to Copenhagen in two thousand and fourteen, and I just felt that. Uh, it was good to have inspiration from from other places, and, and therefore I took the initiative to make the Arts and Globalisation Conference, uh, which had the um, subtitle "Achieving Intercultural Dialogue Through the Arts." Mm-hmm. Because, of course, I I think that contemporary art is a fantastic um, uh, way to to uh, expand our knowledge about each other and like about the world and uh yeah it's important to to have a, a trans, transnational dialogue so that's what i wanted to initiate mm-hmm. but before that i ha- also in 2004 to 6 had a, a space in copenhagen called uh, nørrebro art salon mm-hmm. where we uh, also had the beginning of these conversations uh it was a smaller format but uh, it was also also to to talk about the the global and the local basically yeah
0: Mm. Nice. Yeah. I um it, I was saying to uh Freya before that um there was uh that, that there seems to be some sort of uh, theme in what Palermo uh Manifesta has sort of um decided upon in, in terms of the people coming.
1: Sure. Yeah. yeah, I think the the concept of Manifesta this year is really interesting. It's a uh, the planetary garden uh, cult- uh, cultivating coexistence is something that is is very close to intercultural dialogue mm. uh, through the arts and uh, and my, my partner uh, co-curator in rome valentina levi and i spoke about the concept of manifesta and decided to to make an application together and we um, spoke about different uh, approaches but um, ended up with a an approach where we want to talk about basically uh, geopolitics, migration, and uh, how to create a sustainable future for all how, uh, and, and um, big questions such as how can we avoid conflict and create uh, this fu- uh, sustainable future and do we actually need to rethink the relationship between people and, and territories, what is the nation state and should we focus how to focus on on human resources instead of fear uh, when it comes to for example migration mm-hmm. uh, so so we we are interested in these questions and we think that manifesta this year is uh, creating a, a wider platform for this discussion
2: mm-hmm. yeah, and I guess especially also in, in the context of of Palermo um, <clears throat> there's immediately a, a local surrounding that a, also in in the in the context of of the like events of um of people coming to europe from um afield, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. exactly um that very yeah automatically also um demands of you to to react to or be aware of this local context that we also you know that manifesters and which is of course also I mean has of course also been part of the reason why manifesto is in Palermo this year um, but we also talked about like today or I mean which means that we can we can speak, speak in any kind of direction but uh, we tried to direct the focus on like networks and and this nomadicness and and that was also something that we saw uh, seeming like being a very relevant or core element in in the projects that you're doing,
1: and also definitely, yeah. definitely. This is some. This is this has become the DNA of of this project. Uh, because I was thinking after 2015, when I did the conference in Copenhagen, mm-hmm. should I just do a recurrent event in Copenhagen about global issues? But I th- I thought it was relevant to to take the con- to take the platform to uh, other places so that. Another audience could also join in, uh, and and I think every time you go to a new place, you you um, <clears throat> that that <clears throat> it changes your project and it t- changes your format, and that was actually also what I was interested in. I'm, I, I was interested in the in the meeting between uh, uh, between this uh, this international platform uh, as a as a possibility to maintain. Uh, Critique and, uh, uh, f- and 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 freedom of speech, basically, and and then I was interested in in how that relates to a local context. And Palermo seems to be the perfect uh, platform for talking about the European migration, um, that the way Europe handles uh, international migration these days. Because, as we all know, uh, Italy is is a is a country that is, is a, um, receiving a lot of migrants and, and uh, on behalf of many other european countries mm-hmm. so it's not only an italian problem it's a european uh, it's a european discussion that that we need to have in a in a space that mm. is is kind of a meeting ground you can say
0: yeah i mean this is a really kind of like pressing issue is the kind of i guess devolution or devolve mm-hmm. Um, nature of the crisis, of um, people coming from outside of European context and coming to Europe. Um, I'm not entirely comfortable with saying, like, I mean, it is a crisis, but I think that's a bit of a negative way of putting it. But anyway, this is the issue of um, it it hitting, impacting the sort of peripheral European countries more and, you know, how to sort of resolve the fact that, like, it's it's a European um, pol- like policy that needs to be kind of developed and something that needs to kind of be kind of enacted in a way that's like collective, I suppose, you know. Yeah. I don't know if that kind of...
1: Yeah, it yeah. makes sense. It makes sense. I, I think uh, the word crisis is something that is framed by the media, of yeah. course, and it's framing it in a very negative way so that... We sometimes forget to look at uh, the possibilities in the migration because migration has always happened and we are not in a new phase. We are in a new phase of globalization but globalization has happened uh, many times in history and we have always migrated and we are all products of migration. So that's why uh, it's important how you frame the discussion. and um that's that's exactly that's exactly uh, the thi- the beauty is that you can frame things uh, in many ways uh, but we have a responsibility i think all of us also citizens to to think about uh, how we want to frame the fact that people are moving in a global uh, world and in a in a time where we we have uh, easier access to to the world but that also brings in uh, responsibility mm-hmm. and we all need to take part of this discussion. There's no one who is actually free of responsibility when it comes to this.
2: I was actually, I was just, I was just curious or like thinking that maybe we could lead it a little bit to, to the project that you have here in Manifesta. Sure. The Global Garden.
1: Yes, now yes. Speak,
2: that is the full title. Global
1: garden. <clears throat> no, what, our, pro- our thats what's fresh in my mind right now. Yeah, we, we are trying to build a global garden, but it's the team—it's it's my team, which is a, an international team that I work with uh, with some Italian people from Rome and, uh, and 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 all the speakers and artists, of course, that we invited from from everywhere. We have a program called Art and Connect to, Connectography, remapping the global world through art. And um, we, we will build a small, uh, what we call a global garden. It's just a f- our format um, in uh, Piazza Magione, mm-hmm. Magione. <laughs> And uh, we will start the program the 16th of June at 9 o'clock with Sicilian breakfast. So please come and join. <laughs> That's a little the commercial. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we will um, we will be in the in, in the global garden the 16th and the 17th of June all day from from 9 to to uh, 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. and uh, also the 1st of July we will we will uh, we will have some long duration uh, projects that yeah. will end the 1st of July that yeah. we will present there.
2: When uh, when when looking through your program of these two coming days in the weekend, it's a very impressive long list of. Um, also very diverse inputs, there's talks, and there's also artworks, and people also, it's also a very diverse mix of nationalities that you see there as well. Um, That also seems to be like a way that you also worked before with arts and globalization, right? That it's like this whole, forming this whole network of different people
1: that you bring together. It's true. I work very network-oriented, uh, and and I really use uh, the possibilities of uh, of the fact that we can communicate much easier today. And 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 have uh, I invite thinkers? I I curate my programs uh, so that I feel that we have different voices from different places, and so that. There's a cultural diversity in my programs, basically, because I think that's how you get more uh, informed, and that how that's how you in, in innovate things. Because if you if you only have like your own point of view on things, and and people who look li- too much like yourself, mm-hmm. you will not really expand your mind. And I'm really interested. This is a kind of research also. It's a research uh, platform, so it's really important that I bring in bring in voices that are. Uh, that that represents uh, different point of views, but also are able to have a, a dialogue. Yeah. So this is basic.
2: Yeah, and then I kind of that because uh, I'm just thinking you mentioned before we were recording, I think um, that the first event took place in 2015 in Copenhagen, and I, I can, I'd be curious. I can mention that then working in these different contexts must also have quite an influence. I mean, Peramo being. A very different setting than Copenhagen, for instance.
1: Yes, of course. Um, <clears throat> I always work with uh, with uh, people who are who are like who are uh, involved in the con- in, in the local context as well, mm-hmm. because um, I don't believe in coming in with like a, a big international program and just uh, fly in and, and do my program. So, so I've been working for one year now with uh, two Italian people. Uh, who are deeply involved in the programming, mm-hmm. uh, so so I have a, a, an Italian team, and I, I do that uh, I work with people in from, from the from the place where I'm I'm uh, I'm based, and I'm, I'm going with the program, and that's how I um, I, I, fi- I I anchor it locally. Mm-hmm. Also, I, at this time, <clears throat> our program is very focused on hyperconnectivity and mm-hmm. i think palermo offers the perfect platform for for hyperconnectivity before the before the internet actually it's a palimpsest of cultures mm-hmm. and it's a mediterranean uh, town that is built uh, by many different cultures arab culture and jewish culture and italian culture uh, so so it's like it brings together so many different uh, cultures. It's um, kind of
0: like written into the uh, built environment, isn't it? Into the actual city's fabric, like yeah. you can just see that there's like layer upon layer upon layer, and it's sort yeah. of all kind of intermingling, even in the kind of actual bricks and mortar, I yeah. suppose.
2: Yeah, for instance, the area that we're sitting in, now you, if you notice the street signs, they're written in Arab and Hebrew, Exactly, yeah. yeah. Which is also because like it used to be uh, the Jewish quarter, mm. or like the, it's not anymore, uh, but there's a lot of uh, one example of of uh, the kind of yeah it's,
0: yeah. It's I didn't great. notice that actually. That's really like, um, I mean, characteristic of the fact that I haven't had glasses for the last day. It's, it's, uh, but it's yeah.
1: very significant. Somebody also said yeah. to me, yeah, it's in Hebrew and it's in Arab, uh, the signs of uh, the street signs yeah. as well as Italian and i mean it's not old uh, street signs it's, it's they they're they're not that old no. so it's still really a living uh, part of the fabric of the city yeah.
0: but i also think of it like in terms of the fact that you know there there is a lot of activity all the time isn't there and there's like movement and kind of like uh, you, you visited the market a couple of times and like again sort of like teeming with like life, I suppose, and I think that's like a—it's like a really good setting to, to sort of put this into practice. I had a question, sort of moving it in, in a different direction, about like nom- nomadic kind of practices, I suppose, mm-hmm. and and their relationship to art um, in the uh, UK context. Context there was um, uh, the. Our prime minister recently, well, last year, made this speech where one of the lines was, "If you're a citizen of the world, you're a citizen of nowhere." Uh, p- sort of playing on the deep-seated nationalist um, uh, desires, I suppose, of a certain section of the population, and and I can imagine it, it. This sort of line crops up in all sorts of uh, discussions in different countries how does your how do you think like the the, the work that you're doing answers or kind of <clears throat> responds to that that concern or perhaps like counters it you know
1: it's an interesting question because um I, of course i uh, i've followed politics in many years i also used to work a little bit in 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 a political context since i was a civil servant many years ago and um i think that I think that it's interesting <clears throat> to think about how uh, polit- politicians nowadays communicate. Um that's a reason why I'm not part of a political party because um basically I'm 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 working towards uh, peace and collaboration between different people and I don't like to I don't like to um to involve in a violent discourse uh, and I think actually that um but but I also think that in a world where Media and social media and the, 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 the spreading of the word is, is, really, uh, is, really, is really fast and, and, and vast. Um, I think that this kind of sentence is just part of a new um, populist uh, way of trying to, to, to uh, concentrate power. Uh, and therefore, I think, but I don't, I don't necessarily think that it, bring, it brings us forward. Uh, I think it's it's it, it's definitely something that is destructive to uh, to to only think about yourself and and try to fight everyone else, and unfortunately, this is uh, a way of thinking that that um, that is is a little bit too widespread in the Western world these days, uh, and and it plays on fear. And my projects, I don't know if if I have any. I, I I'm trying not to involve too much in in these political discussions because I think it's very unconstructive. I I prefer to really focus on the positive, collaborative side of of, uh, humanity. And I think that's where we should go, but answering your question, my program, of course, takes up a little space in in the media. Not a lot, but uh, if if some journalists find out that it's taking place, and and we are in a manifesto context, so at least there are uh, international uh, art critics uh, here, that will take up uh, similar space and uh, it will also spread through the media and I think we can only hope for the best uh, because we are we are all here at this moment and we for, there's one thing that is for sure and that is we will not st- stay here forever. Whoever we are, we will not stay here forever. We, ha- we are here for a limited time and we can give our contribution and we, we we have the responsibility ourselves to choose that contribution. Mm.
2: I think something that is strikingly, uh, like, also um, recognizable in many projects, and actually, like, I mean, of course, Manifesta in itself, is creating a moment or a frame for people to meet within and share observations or be critical as well, or but actually, like, ask questions, and I think that's also that's that's also things that I hear or see recognized in your program, mm-hmm. and also things that came up yesterday now talking our talk with the border crossing project and marginal studio like this uh, urge or need for creating a platform which is not necessarily having a defined end but which allows people to come together exactly exactly,
1: mm.
0: exactly. I think though I mean personally that like this kind of uh, commitment to like this spatial aspect of Mm. of like cultural content you know like creating a space yeah it's very much what like fanfare um is is engaged in um uh is is sort of like i mean it 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 can it's easily apolitical but it's also actually quite political it, i often think about it in a sort of architectural context like if you put a community space within a housing development, and often they weren't put in because of the eventual demands that like a collective group of people getting together would make on wider authority you know that um it's it's a very effective way of like kind of covertly but positively kind of making a kind of virtuous cycle of good positive change, you know I suppose right like.
2: I also don't think the aim is necessarily to to be a political, but no. maybe the the drive is not political. Yeah. But the fact that there's that the space is then created also gives room for asking these critical questions, maybe or yeah. investigations.
1: Yeah, I think I think we are like uh, because we of course, in France, in the post-war years, and uh, they, they spoke, there was a big discussion about if you were engaged artist or not. And I think the, the whole thing is that, keep the, I, I, I prefer to keep the, the, the focus on the, on the content and not really um, think too hard about, like, is it, is it uh, political in this or that way? I think it's more about uh, is it relevant? Is it relevant? Is it a relevant contribution? Uh, does it bring some positive change? And and I think um, art can really can ha- really has the potential to make something new and to make something truly innovative. I mean, I don't like the word innovative because it's very capitalistic, but at the same time, it's a word that describes something that is really new. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean it's related to money, because what is capital, anyway? Um, so um, I, I think that it's it's definitely, but it's definitely something that makes it easier to understand that for many people that that to really renew things, you, you need to you need to, to have some courage and you need to go up against the stream, mm-hmm. and that's all. Think yeah I think but I think um yeah. the way
2: that you create a frame or the way that you create a a, a a platform has the yeah has the possibility of at least directing now I'm repeating a little bit what I just said but but I haven't have a goal with what I'm saying um is directing the possibility of then questioning things or seeing things alternatively or for, or from another perspective and I wanted to bring up an example from this recent um, chapter of Fanfare Inc, which I can tell you more about as well afterwards. but um, there's 17 different contributi- contributions and um, one of them is from an online platform called Cosmos Carl. and Cosmos Carl, I'm not sure if you're familiar with them, but they are um, it's a project that has been initiated, I think since like for three years or something now. And um, and basically it invite weekly weekly it w- online on their platform weekly there's an art project uploaded there, Cosmos Carl is only hosting the link to that art project and then Cosmos Carl is inviting artists to produce the work in another digital uh, tool or website so that could be people are then using eBay, Amazon, Google Docs, Google Maps, uh we transfer, I don't know, like all kinds of um digital realms. So what Cosmos <laughs> Great. So what Cosmos Call is some maybe it becomes a long explanation, but what I, I really like is that they're not setting out to like Invite you to necessarily be critical, but they're inviting you to rethink structures that we're otherwise very familiar with. Yeah, and then and then and then for the artists to use them in another way is already one way of making an awareness about these constellations that we actually live in or are moving, adapting to without maybe being so aware about it. But also an audience that. Possibly gets kept or like uh, gets invited into a project without necessarily even um, being an art audience in the beginning because you might stumble upon this.
1: It's very it's very interesting when things are organic and and especially also when they're digital at the same time because we of course that creates a bigger space.
0: So um, did you want to like uh, talk a bit about the program that's. Um sort of in the forthcoming days, like uh, in terms of, it seems like a good point to ask that.
1: Thank you. Yeah, well, it's, it's uh, nice because we, we would, of course, like to see as many people as possible in our global garden in yeah. Piazza Magione, Which uh, is a
2: very central, nice
1: location that you have
2: there. I mean, it's, it's a beautiful spot and there's already, I think, it, probably it's a lot of people also passing by.
1: Yes, it will be very lively because it's one of the main venues of Manifesta. Yeah. So there will be other a lot of other events going on. And uh, we, are, we will be placed outside. Uh, we, are, we are collaborating with a place called Chaos, which is uh, actually an artist collective uh, who who's ba- locally based here in Palermo. So we are in, in dialogue with them and they are helping us with uh, setting up uh, our, our talks. We have a, a really... Uh, Diverse uh, talk and performance program that is two two packed days on the 16th and the 17th, and um, we start with Sicilian breakfast at nine o'clock every morning, so you're very welcome to join us. That's nice. And um, then we have workshops and performance and installations going on, a little bit like in Fellini's Eight and a Half, where you see like different uh, things going on at the same time. So you are, you are able to see and, and experience different things in, the, in, our, in our global garden. At really a lot of interesting artists coming from, from a lot of places. Then we have a radio broadcasting as well by Radio Vagabundo. It's a, a radio collective, artist collective from New York, Richard Fleming and Jake Nussbaum. And they will be based in our global garden during the two days and we have talks with a really really interesting group of people from uh, Uenru Ru is coming from the Maxi Museum in Rome, he's in conversation with my uh, co-curator Valentina Levy and we have um, Nasr- um, Murtaz Nasrath uh, who represented uh, Egypt at the Venice Biennale in 2017 oh. we have young uh, art- artists coming uh, from. Different parts of the world. One of the projects uh, is a long-duration project that will be introduced on the 16th, called the, called "Migrant Resources," and it's by a, um, a Danish artist called Kenneth Belfeld uh, and um, a Ghanaian artist called Kwame Aido, uh, and they they will work together and 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 uh, do a long-term project that will be then presented, uh, uh, the result will be presented on the 1st of July. So we have um, three days basically, the 16th of June, the 17th of June, with full all-day program, and then the 1st of July we will uh, present the result uh, of the long-term projects. So please come and visit us, Uh, and you can see the program, the full program on www.artsandglobalizationwithset.com
2: And we will, also, we will also put up a link in, in the information for this podcast. Thank you, so you very much. Also, if, you, if you didn't get all the
1: letters. Or, yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> because it's a, a long program. <laughs>
2: it's a long and impressive and also an interesting program, I think.
0: Fanfara Tete-a-Tete is a fanfara production hosted by me, Charlie Clamos, and Freya Keir. You can follow Fanfara Tete-a-Tete by subscribing on the podcast app.